while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. South Coast tonight. I'm Chris McCarthy. We really Chris wanted there. that intro. Uh, here we go. The, uh, the, um, you really wanted the intro. It's so weird to me to not be controlling the, the microphones. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Since the last time I was here. But anyway, so Marcus, we have um, some some fresh stuff up on WBSM.com. You've got an interesting article about um, about uh, Cam. You, you actually teased it last night a little bit about the, the uh, new hire in Fairhaven, which I think yeah. people, people will be very interested in. Uh, what's going on in Fairhaven? So... Cam, um, Cam Durant, my friend and colleague, he sits on the BPW, and uh, he sits on the BPW. He was, he worked, uh, currently, I believe, works un until a couple weeks from now, works for Amazon, and he worked for Lyft as a manager for um, the operations manager. Sorry, I was just actually texting one uh, uh, of and staff were, were working on, um, you know, obviously he was scheduled to be in tomorrow, but... Right. Joe Biden came. Joe, he's he's on Air Force Joe One. Joe Biden bigfooted us. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Which is appropriate. We got That's big dogs by the president. Right? So we were just talking about that. I'm trying to work that out with him. Uh we're work that out with him now, but uh we'll get into that in a moment. Yeah, Cam so Cam Durant is been hired for the uh, HR director position right. in Fairhaven. HR director handles a lot of uh, employee-related stuff, benefits, <laughs> things like that, right? It can be a viper's nest. It can, it can be, but Cam's a really good guy, and he's a really amicable guy. And I think he'll, I think the the city, the city town workers in Fairhaven will be happy that he's there. That that position was vacant for two years. Right. I remember when he ran. That was that was the that was one of his. Campaign. And the irony is, is that if he had been elected, he wouldn't been able to fulfill that promise. That can't. In a way, he's been able to fulfill his key selectman campaign promise by losing the race right. because he's now appointed. He even acknowledges that. He goes, "I thought I was, you know." He goes, "Uh, you know, uh, uh what do you say? Uh, select board wasn't meant to be, and now I know why." Right. So, um. So you can read more about it at WBSM.com. You can read more about it at WBSM.com. I think it's really important. It also leaves a vacancy on the elected position in the Board of Public Works. That's very important. Which I sit on. Right. <laughs> and I'm you, upset. Listen, if you want to do what I do. I am happy. I am very happy for my friend and colleague, Cam. So how does that, how's that going to work? So what happens is, I could get into it, but what happens... So typically... When the other elected positions in town of Fairhaven, right. everyone gets a... Everyone... Um, Every board gets to vote with the select board, and their vote counts to appoint people, okay. except for the Board of Public Works. I don't know why. Okay. That's the way the charter was designed. So the okay. select board has the absolute authority to appoint somebody. Okay. They're going to ask people to apply, okay. and then they're going to have a session, a joint session with us and the select board. Okay. I'm probably not going to be able to make it, <laughs> but right. I'll be here. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, what, the last time they did that, we had uh, Steve Riley, who was a former chair of the select board, a uh, very, I mean, just wonderful to work with. I wish he could have stayed, but he works in the summer for the town, so there's a conflict. He okay. can't do it. So um, he, we all went up there. All five of us went up there and said, I want. Steve Riley okay. and the select board 
took our, you know, we, they took our urging into consideration and they unanim- unanimously appointed him. Okay. So what's going to happen is Cam's vacating that seat. They're going to take applications for someone to be appointed. And then, you know, we're going to make recommendations to the select board. Right. And that's how his seat's going to get filled. It's a very important seat. It's a very important well, board. How long the process do you suspect? I mean, I know you don't month control or so. it. Month or so. Yeah. Month or so. So it could end up being Steve again, right. actually, because right. he'll be he'll be done working for the oh, harbor. Sure. Right. He'll be done working for the harbor master. So interesting. And it would be a fill in. It would just be a fill in until the next election. So it'd be kind of per- right. it'd be kind of perfect. Yeah. Honestly. No, no, that that's a. I'm um, not lobbying for anybody. I'm no, just saying. No, but but it, but it, but it, it's an it's a good thing to be able to tell people at home how if they if they want to get involved, um, if they've got to go apply to the select yeah. board. If you want to like work with me twice a month, right, and hang out with me, and and it'll be cool. And other people. Yeah. It's not just Marcus, but... Yeah, if you want to hang out with me and, and other people, but mostly me... You don't me, need other people. You'll be sitting right next to me. You don't need other you'll people. Be, but what I'm saying is you'll be sitting right next to me. So okay. Bring, so And look, look, he brings snacks, so... Yeah, exactly. He's I'll good, bring snacks. He's a good guy to work with so yes. far. He brings snacks. So you like should it. apply. 508-996-0500 is how you can get on. Good evening. Thanks for holding. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Chuck. How you doing? I'm doing very well, thanks. Thanks. How are you? I'm hanging in. What do but, you now? You're tired, right, from teaching? You yeah. Are. Okay. Yeah. Six years. It all goes very quick. Yes. Um, take up some of the issues. Sure. You know, you talk about protesters. I'm at a point now. I don't even take that seriously well, anymore. That's my point, right? I agree. You know, when we've seen Trump jackets. Harassing <laughs> election officials. You would have lost your job if you used that in a bonnet. You can't say that. Uh, get over it. <laughs> uh, I got in trouble for calling a kid that name. Oh, did they, you? Oh yeah, my father didn't. Yeah. Oh, did, well, your father, you, well, they were. Yeah, remember, you, yeah. everybody was listening. Your yeah. father was the assistant principal. Right, right, right. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Good man, but he was you know, a good guy. They went after election officials. Right. They went after health officials. In one case, it was so bad the woman had to quit because they were. Literally... I bet it was more than one. I bet it was more than one. Well, yeah, really? but this one's really bad. Was that in um, an elections official? No, health. Health. Okay. They were stalking her children. They were sending her pictures of her kids at the park, her kids at the store. So I'll, I'll just just. Just to you know, and cue me the point in a second. I'll just just to tell you that sure. that um we had a host at this radio station that happened to him with his children. Someone one of the one of the callers right. um said to him, I heard the call said, I know where your kids go to. This kids went to Amanda at the time. I know your kids go to Amanda and they walk home. Can you imagine? I mean that that happens. It's 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 it yeah, was it's, uh, it's, it's blood curdling. It's true. Blood curdling. It's scary. Yeah. And now we're crazier than ever. Well, I agree. Um, and I'm very, Marcus, I'm very proud of you for something you did. And I'm dead serious. What's that? On a recent uh, round table, the idea of defund the police was going, brought up and you challenged it. The Democrats have to do more and more of challenging the lie. The lie repeated a thousand times does not become the truth. Did you happen to watch MSNBC this morning, Chuck? I never watched MSNBC. No, because the MSNBC this morning, they were talking about that, how the left has been baited into a lot of issues, that they, you know, some of the transgender stuff, things of that nature, that, that, that have captured all kinds of headlines 
out of proportion to really what's going on, and that and that the uh, they keep falling for one of those things. And um, so I wonder if that's, like you, I wonder if that's your point. Yeah. Um, if I can recommend a video, um, there's a PBS program on travel called Rick Steves Europe. Yes. Yeah, I don't I'd know. Watch it. Sure. Well, he did. You know, he's been traveling Europe since he was a teenager. He looks like he's in his sixties or seventies, right. but he he couldn't understand how Europe fell under fascism, and he did a program on it. Uh, Rick Steves, the story of fascism I've in seen, Europe. Yep, I've seen it. Spain, Italy, and of course Germany. The parallels are horrifying to what's going on now, and not only in the United States. You know... Are you thinking Hungary? Uh, Hungary, Victor Orban. Yeah, there was an, art, an article about him, and um, I, don't, I don't think it's this week's, but The New Yorker, uh, pretty interesting. Um, I, I, I think the, the author took some you liberties. You read The but, New Yorker? Yeah, I get The New Yorker. You're a refined dude. Well... Yeah, you know, I um I enjoy it. We, we've got we got that in my house since I was a kid, really. The New yeah, Yorker. Yeah. So so we just continued on as an adult. I like um, the, I like the cover art. I, it's, it's good. The New Yorker, but but there's a very interesting article on Orban. Um, do you know what's very interesting? His political guru came from Massachusetts. Oh really? And that is very interesting. interesting, Chuck. He's 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 a Jewish guy, Arthur Finkelstein. I wouldn't say I knew him, but I took a lot of his campaign materials because he worked for the Papagino Corporation, which uh -huh. gave me my political education. Um, and he also, he was in, Orban was introduced to Finkelstein's brand of politics and consulting work by, though they want to brand Orban an anti-Semite, of all people, Netanyahu. Benjamin Netanyahu introduced Finkelstein to Orban. So, I, and I thought it was very good. I was drawn out in the New Yorker article. At the same time, they're trying to paint Orban like an anti-Semite, which so the, that dog didn't quite hunt for me. But but it's very interesting what's going on over there. Now, last comment, if I may, about Biden. I think Biden should have the grace to not run again. Mm. I think that's and out. you know, I've been saying this to Marcus for a long time. The Democratic Party needs to stand for something. Yeah. You know, they've got to have the fire in the belly. It's time to start listening to the likes of AOC and Bernie. I loved the other day when Bernie was interviewed. Oh. He called Joe Manchin a traitor to the Democratic Party because that's exactly what he is. I don't see how he can't be. I mean, I think that's that's a very accurate statement. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, you know, I was, I was reading, um, like, uh, what's his name? He's the guy who started Home Depot, um, Logano, I think his name is. He, uh, he, he's holding a huge fundraiser for for Joe Biden. He's a, he's a major, major Republican and a billionaire fundraiser, and he's, um, he's, he's one for Joe, hold, holding one for Joe Manchin. Hey, Chuck, while we still have you, I just yeah. want to ask you a question. So people at home know this. You're an edu lifelong educator. The, the the plans by the New Bedford School System to open a medical clinic within the school. What do you, and I know that we don't have a lot of details yet, but overall, what's, what's your broad thoughts on that? Well, I, first off, I haven't paid any attention right. to There's it. Not, there hasn't been a lot of information yet. But anything that helps the kids, I'm for it. Fair yeah, enough. fair enough. I think that's you fair. Know, do you remember um, I do, uh, the chairman of the science department, OJ? Of course I do. He was my neighbor, and it was kids too. Yeah, yeah um, OJ he said it w once. And I, I, he was the most interesting person I've ever met in my life. Nobody is good at everything. He is. <laughs> right. But in all that being said, he says, if it's not about the kids, I don't want to talk about it. And like he's that. dead on. Right. 
There's too many idiots out there in education. I'm sorry, I'm on a roll. Sorry, Roger. That do nothing good for the kids. They just got their own stupid, bright ideas. Hmm. If it's not about the kids, I don't want to hear it. I like that. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, have a good one. Hey, Chuck, thanks for giving us a call. Thanks, don't Chuck. Be appreciate it. All right, my friends. Yeah. So, uh, I was mistaken. So, I got to... Here's the thing. I can't believe that. <laughs> listen. Go ahead. I am... A Republican? I have been in this. Oh. No, listen. I've oh. been in the. I've been in the communications business. We'll call it right. uh, in a limited capacity for four years, and in a full time capacity for two weeks. So I'm still trying to get some of the communications speak uh, oh. together. So when I said uh, that that congressman Auchincloss couldn't make it in fact he can oh beautiful yeah isn't that great i like a win yeah right? so a win. so it's, it's good i'm just you know we're just trying to work. i'm just i'm working it out now i i told him you know we're we'll we'll uh you know that we might so Mark, be a little you're saying right after his visit from the president yep right after his visit from the president Tomorrow. he will be calling us yes that is fantastic i don't have a time we're going to be nimble but we're going to take it right. so <laughs> right? just tune in to seven just, o'clock just tune in and listen and uh we're going to hear his thoughts on that the president coming to his district and uh, you know after you know, we're going to take a. We're going to talk more broadly as well about how big of a win this is for him. But five zero eight nine nine six oh five hundred. Let's go to the phones. Good evening. Thanks for holding. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. Hi, Chris McCarthy. How hey, you doing? Mike, how you doing? Good. You're doing all right. I'm doing. Great. I'm doing well. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard you guys talk about the seventy-five million dollar increase to the city budget. Explain it. Talk a little more. Well, last year we had a record $21 million increase to the budget with a big uh, loss in revenue. And we still have revenue losses that are up there big time. I, I can't give you the exact figure, but I know that uh, John Mitchell agreed that last year that there was uh, 60 plus million in lost revenue last year. Now, now, now Mike, do you recall where that money's coming from? It must be across a couple categories, right? Well, <laughs> it's it, it's just, yeah, it's, I can't give you the exact figures where sure. it's coming from, but okay. there was a loss in revenue last year. Yeah, we got that safer money. We got $32 million last year. We're going to get $32 million this year. Mm -hmm. But that money doesn't go to the budget to help with the budget. That goes for nonsensical. Did you see where that $32 million went last year? Um, off the top of my head, Mike, I don't, I don't recall. Well, for facades, for, it didn't go to, it, it should have gone back to the taxpayer in a form of a tax credit, and it didn't. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so, and they said, well, they couldn't do that. But other cities and towns throughout the country did it. But we couldn't do it here because... Some woman in City Hall said you couldn't do it. Now, how do you know it was a woman? How do you know it was a woman? Because <laughs> yeah. it was. Oh, right. I'm not going to mention her name okay. over the year, but it was. She works for the city. So here we are with a 21, a record 21 million dollar increase last year. A record. That's a, the most that the city with no cuts. Now only Brian Gomes and uh, I think. Uh, Linda Morad with you. Maybe Naomi, I, I can't say for sure. Yeah, I think she did last year, uh, didn't go for the uh, 
of the budget increase of $21 million. But she was, they were the only ones. Now, this year, we're only going to get $32 million, keep that in mind, and it doesn't go to relieve any of the budget, you know, the uh, items in the budget. It doesn't go to relieve that. It goes for stuff that uh, John Mitchell thinks should, the money should be used for, which is not for the taxpayers, that's for sure. Hey, Mike, let me but, ask you a question. Any chance you're going to put your toe in the water again this upcoming election? No, like, no, 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 I wrapped up. I've had enough of the uh, abuse. You know, <laughs> as you run for public office, I, I'm just going to say this quickly, and then I'm going to get back on this budget problem. Uh, when you run for public office for 44 years and you don't get elected, you piss a lot of people off. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's an okay. understatement. Now, now, yeah, you can piss a lot of people off by telling the truth. They, they don't want to hear it. And it hurts them if you... Anyways, let's get back to the $75 million budget increase. Uh, most of it in... I think most of it's the schools, right? Yeah. Well, so that, the schools the schools getting twenty five million dollars uh, yeah, every yeah, year for seven years. Most of the the budget problems come from payroll. Mm -hmm. That's where they exist. And I've said for years that we should do put a freeze on hiring. I mean, you know how many you know how many Unit C people were hired under this administration that don't live in New Bedford. <laughs> a <laughs> tremendous amount of people. But the, here's what's going to hurt. Uh, John Mitchell won't be the mayor. Somebody else is going to inherit this, the $75 million budget increase, uh, the spending, the out-of-control spending uh, that we have had under this administration. Uh, and you know who gets hurt the worst? And, and people can't figure this out. It's not just the taxpayer, the homeowner, uh, and the small businesses here in the Bethel that get hurt the worst. Uh, the rentals get hurt the worst. And I'm going to explain why they get hurt the worst. Mike, Mike, we're, we're actually up against the break. I'm sorry, Mike. we got to let you Can go. Just call tomorrow night, Mike. Yeah, Thanks call, call in tomorrow night. Thank you. 508-996-0500. I always like, I love Mike. He always, always has a lot He has a lot of, he's a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, he is. He is. He's a wealth of knowledge yeah. for sure. I want to ask him about his golf game, how it's been going this summer. But anyway, we're up against the break. Um, yeah, we'll take it now. Listen to us live. Day and night, get it? Because it's a night show. You get, you get the, you get the tie-in. Day and night. Oh, here we go. Yeah, see. I toss and turn. I keep stressing my mind. So, um, welcome back to South Coast Night. I'm Marcus. He's Chris. We were talking about, you know, Jake Auchincloss will be on tomorrow after the president visits. Right. And we're looking forward to talking with him. But we talked about what a big win it was because so far he's had in his district in his first term the Speaker of the House, Nancy right. Pelosi. The second gentleman, Doug, em, uh, Doug Emhoff, and now the president of the United States, uh, who's riding, who, who he's on Air Force One with uh, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. When the plane is going to land in uh, Warwick at TF Green. So, this is a big, big deal, folks. Yeah. It really is. Um, Jake Auchincloss is a, is a relatively new congressman. Right? This is his first term. His first term. First term. He was elected in 2020. And in a, in a very large primary, mm -hmm. he, he he pulled out the victory, and yeah. he is now. Look, he they don't just give away spots on Air Force One. No, exactly. Even if it's your district, it, he doesn't necessarily have to ride. Like no. he doesn't. He was like, yeah, I'm going to your district, and right, you know, 
Right. Get a flight up there. When he's when he gets off the plane, there's go which is why when you know, off the air, Marks and I were talking about it, and trying to, you know, ponder across the board why is Joe Biden coming to Somerset as opposed to all the other spots he could be coming to, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, why did they select Somerset? We'd love him to have selected New Bedford, but he didn't. He's right. he's coming to Somerset. And as we know from um, talking with the mayor, this the investment in, in, in wind power is a major, major thing and it's a zero sum game. Yeah. So obviously it doesn't make uh Somerset the odds on winner, but it does put no, them in because, favor. Because as as Mitchell said, you know, they're they've got a lead and they're trying to stretch it, right? Right. They've got three major companies with commitments. Mayflower Mayflower Wind, uh and Vineyard Wind is actually starting um construction in the first quarter of next year. Right. So February, we're going to see turbines here. And there's three more companies, he said, that are engaging in talks to, to come to New Bedford. So, I mean, we're, we're pretty well suited for the um, for this for this industry, for sure. Um, so when the thing, and you can give us a call at 508-996-0500. Um, the amazing part about this is, again, Joe Biden is... Um, obviously a very busy guy. He just got back from a major foreign policy tour. And um, there's a lot of places he can go in America that sometimes he needs to go. He could be mm-hmm. going to competitive states where there are elections. And I know there's some politics that are keeping him out of those places. You, yeah. But the fact of the matter is he's coming to Bristol County. You know right? what's funny? When Obama, in 2014, when he, oh, it was looking really bad, it ended up being pretty bad. Right. People actually turned Obama away. Uh, when he went to down, like he was going down, like all campaign, right. people turned Obama away. Gilliam didn't, though. I didn't. Gilliam didn't. I didn't think that was 2018, was it? Yes. Uh, I didn't. I never think that's a good thing because you've got the, the guys that's the president. I agree. It's never a good thing to run away from him. They did that to because you can't get away. Because everybody and everybody who does that loses, right? Right. You look at um. You look weak. I yeah. Think. Gore. Gore. Gore not Gore wanted Bill to. Uh, Gore wanted Clinton to sit out the t- 2000 election. That, right. that hurt him. He yep. lost all those states that they had won in the South. Right. You know, uh, I think in part because of that, uh, McCain ran away from Bush uh, in 2008, but that was, Bush was a bit more politically toxic than probably a lot of presidents and Biden's there now, but I don't, I still don't think it's ever, uh, I don't think it's ever a good thing. Well, nobody's fooled by it. Yeah. Everybody knows that if they're voting for you, they're voting for for whoever this incumbent president if you're in the same Yeah, party. the the worst the you worst don't trick anybody. The worst ad actually was uh Allison Lundergan Grimes who was running against Mitch McConnell uh in twenty fourteen. Was never gonna win, really, obviously. No. There's some I remember talking to some Democrats back then. Oh, she could do it, she's like great. I'm like, no, she's never gonna win. But she um had this she was skeet shooting, uh and she had this ad, I'm not Obama. I disagree with him on these issues. Like, well, then why wouldn't they just vote for Mitch McConnell? Right, right. <laughs> why wouldn't right. they just vote for the Senate Majority Leader? Right. Well, what's the alternative? If you if you give someone a, a Democrat light, they'll 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 choose the right Democrat, right? Or same thing with the Republican. If you choose if you run as a Republican light, they'll go with the real Republican. Yeah. I mean, it's just just the way it is. And um, you think about your own voting. If you're voting, you're paying attention. Yeah, particularly in the midterms. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred, and we got an app chat from Kinger in Fairhaven. Uh, hugs and kisses. So. XOXO. Well, the COVID's over though, so we can we can accept those virtually. Virtually, virtually, we definitely can. So, Marcus, um, we have Jake Augenklaus, who's getting a huge win, huge win, and um, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, you got to recognize it's a huge win for mm-hmm. Massachusetts. 
Let's contrast that with the rest of the delegation. Not the rest of the delegation, but let's contrast that with, what's her name, Alana Presley? And, um, Ayana. Ayana Presley and, um, and um, Mary Clark. Catherine Clark. Catherine Clark. They, I, I have to read their rap sheets to get the names right. Because they, they're up there getting fake handcuffed. Because, now these are, these are particularly Clark. She's an assistant speaker of the House. Well, and that's she's the out thing. protesting. That's the thing about this is that the, the problem is, is it's more so for, I think, more of an indictment on Clark than it is on the other uh, more younger, less probably, uh, less, you know, with less clout uh, members of Congress. She is the assistant speaker of the House. Right. She has a direct line to and Nancy Pelosi. And even if she didn't, she could file legislation right. she could do something any of them could file legislation you can't i can't but they can right i mean and if you go but, to but WDSM. i mean it can lay it'll, it'll languish in the you know every the, the i guess the counter to that is it's going to languish in yes, the but, senate right but but, but, but but then you go stand and scream in the street i mean yeah. there's, there's no it might be a, not, that's not gonna work either it might be an exercise of solidarity what, what does that mean I'm absurd. What does that mean? No, just, you know, there's protesters and they're protesting you're with them. You're going to be a loser with other losers. I mean, protest. I, I mean, look, when you're a member of Congress, the voters of your district, Massachusetts, have given you their power to then act accordingly, right? So you've been given power as a co-equal branch of the government. Rather than screaming and yelling in front of the Supreme Court and then setting out fundraising appeals, which is what they're doing, file legislation your constituents i can't believe it i guess maybe some people on the left are fooled you almost sound like maybe you were marks i don't hope you aren't i hope you aren't no, but it's just presenting you a, uh, it as not a real thing yeah no it's not a real thing it's not a real i thing. mean Catherine clark's quote on it was just so lame right it was they can arrest me but they can't arrest me. like quite the contrary <laughs> right so so the um, if you go to wpsm.com, I've written more about it. Yeah, it's a good piece. The thing is, is you're right. They can't do anything. Like they, they, they cut the budget of the Supreme Court. Right. You know, look. You say, well, it's just symbolic. <laughs> yes, but you have the symbolic power to do it. Yeah. Start a movement. Do something interesting. But to just go scream like an infant and like like someone who look. Protests are for the powerless, okay? They're for college students. They are for the you poor. Know, they are for union workers who can't organize, right? I mean, you don't... Well, I mean, union workers have, strike, striking is a protest, right? But, because, but that's an organized... That's power. Yeah. Right? But uh, but I'm not saying... But protesting isn't an absolutely useless gesture. No, no, but when gesture. you're a member of Congress, is my point. My oh, point oh, is oh. very specific. When you're a member of Congress, you... you you're beyond protest. Protesting isn't is for people who want to try no to power. get power collectively. Right. Exactly, they have collectively. No power. Yeah, so they want to get power collectively. They've if already you're, got it. If you're a member of Congress, you have collective power. Right, the collective power of your district. Right, I get it. So the fact of the matter is, is that it's a stunt. Yeah, it's a, it's stunt. a ridiculous stunt. Yeah. And I I feel genuinely bad for the for the voters of Massachusetts who who elected these 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 women to Congress because. They're not using their actual legislative power to do anything. Again, I just I feel like it, it's more of an indictment on Clark than than maybe even Presley. Presley's still well, she knows how to file legislation. Yeah, I, I know, but you file okay. You can file all the bills you want, right? It's your job. It's not going to it's not going to go anywhere. But but but, but 
standing in the street and yelling. I think we're assuming that they haven't, like, this is mutually exclusive, like they're protesting or filing legislation. You know, well, if they were successful with their legislative goals... They wouldn't be screaming. Yeah, that's the problem. Is that the is that's the whole that's the whole the whole problem, right? Is that the Democratic Party in the leadership has is not capable of doing the things that their base wants them to do. Frankly, if AOC and them had the reins of the Democratic Party, I think they'd be more apt to do things that the base wants them to do. Like you're talking about defunding so Supreme, you, like right. cutting the shutting the lights off the Supreme the Court. Right. Yeah, shutting the lights off on the Supreme Court, something like that. Packing the court in general. That <laughs> that that is all great great stuff, right? But that's going to take a a, a party leadership that isn't like a party it's leadership. It's going to take actual work. It's going to take, well, no. Strategy and work. Right. It's going to take, you got to build that from the bottom up. There you go. And how do you right. do that? It's work. Yeah. If you want to defeat, like, if you want to defeat a right wing, like, let's say you want to, you want to primary Kristen Cinema, right? Right. You need to build up a coalition right. from the ground up. You need to go to the Phoenix City Council. You need to the Scottsdale right. City Council. You need to build up a coalition of people from the ground up to right. then to, right. to then do that. But that's hard I work. I think that's hard work, but I think that the members of Congress, those members of Congress in particular, the, the quote-unquote squad, I think have been successful in doing that themselves, but it's difficult to do this, to, to, to do it within the party. Well, here's the thing. They have legislative power. They have the power of the budget. They have these things. So when they see them out there screaming and yelling and not filing legislation, the fact of the matter is it takes a lot to move a bill through. It takes a lot. Yeah. But can you imagine, as I, as I read I my think column, the, the thing is, I think the House did did, cod, uh, did try to pass a codified Roe v. Wade. But yeah, but, but, but that doesn't... But, but what I'm saying is that Go go even go even stronger. Go more ta- more tactical. Cut the lights off. Things like that. There's a lot you can do. The point of the matter is, is that what they're doing right now is a publicity stunt. It's a waste of time. Can you? It's also undignified. Can you imagine Tip O'Neill and Bob Dole protesting the the Supreme Court? No. Yeah. I mean, it's true. I agree with you, and I would probably. I guess my counter to that would be: I'd argue that Tip O'Neill and Bob Dole are. You know, directly responsible for the material conditions that people are finding themselves in now to include this Supreme Court, I think, by enabling a lot of the um, I mean, Tip, Tip O'Neill had an opportunity, right, to stonewall Reagan's legislate stonewall Reagan's agenda completely and entirely right. for the entirety, basically the entirety of his term. Well, I don't know, because 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 a lot of Democrats flipped on flipped on um, on, on Tip O'Neill. That's true. Uh, Biden actually is one of them. Right. Yeah, yeah. He actually Biden because actually, because Reagan worked the phones. Yeah, Reagan did the. They can say what they want about President Reagan, but he worked the phones. He'd call you and say, "Well, I'm going to want to fly into your district, Jay Goggins." While he knew right? while he knew who he was talking to, he did that. That's, That's true. true. That's true. Five zero eight. Not people talk about Biden all that. People forget well, this isn't the first time we've had a president no, like no, that. I don't. Five zero eight nine nine six oh five hundred. Let's go to the phones. Good evening. Thanks for holding. Good evening. Do you really think the squad is the future of the Democratic Party? I think it's the end of the Democratic Party. And if you look closely and if you watch closely what's going on, that they will bring the Democratic Party to the end. They will close the Democratic Party down to almost nothing because they are so far to the left that they're almost to the right at this point in time. They really are. They're bringing the the Democratic Party to the end. And if you let them run, if you let it run that way, it'll be just a matter of time before 
it'll be the end of the Democratic Party. There's no middle road with those people at all. Well, the middle road is the middle road is the Democratic Party now, and they're not doing anything. Not right right now. Okay, just answer me this question: What were they brought this country to today? And you tell me that you can still back them up, knowing that they brought this country almost to its knees right now, right now at this point in time. What do you mean, bro? I don't understand what you're saying. You don't understand what I'm saying. How can you not possibly understand what I'm saying? Well, just Look explain what you mean. Yeah. Look at where we are, this economy right now. Look at gas prices, where we brought them to. But Look do you think the squad is doing that? Yeah, I don't do you think, think the squad's kind of doing I don't think the squad's doing that. No, I think they may want it, but they don't have that kind of power. This is the Democratic Party. Okay, but if the Democratic Party, if the squad had the way, we would be further down that road. And we all know that. We all know that. It would be just be a matter of time. You don't believe that? You tell me, you, you, you tell me, you look at where we are right now and you're happy? Well, I think we're talking across purposes here because I think what we're talking about is is that there are different factions within the Democratic Party. I, I, I'd also, I'd I don't also think say, they have that much power, when you say, like, oh, look point. at it. Look at everything. I mean, it's it's not it's not the it's not the case that like a president turns on the you know flips a switch when he comes in office and the economy is their economy now. I mean, we've been working that this way for we've been working no, towards no, no, this. No, no. I'm talking about I'm talking. So we've been working towards this. I think for a while. It's not the case that the Democratic Party takes over and all of a sudden this happens. I mean, inflation was rising under Biden. Uh, gas prices were rising. I mean, before uh, inflation was rising under Biden, but also before Biden, gas prices had been going up steadily before Biden as well it's not it's not the, the last time we actually had four dollars a gallon who was president who was president when what? george bush and dick cheney two oil executives two very oil friendly administrations well, but, that but, started a war over but, it so but, to but, say the democratic party is doing all this i i think is i think ignoring some realities of how the economy actually works so so my point on on the on the on the on the left-wing activists who got arrested members of congress uh today for protesting is that they're not actually in control of the agenda. They're not actually being effective. I'm not saying I agree with them. I'm saying take a look, even if you, if you do agree with them. Don't get fooled here. Don't think these people are actually accomplishing anything. They have real legitimate power as a member of Congress, and they can only build on it from there. But by, by squandering the, themselves but, but by it's going also, to the streets. I agree with all that. I agree that it's a stunt. I agree that there's, there's, what they did today did nothing at all. But to, they, and I agree that they do have real legitimate power. But they do not have the power to change what they want to change right now. They do not have it. And it's because of because the rod is, is at the top of the, the party leadership. Well, right. But but so you spend your time mounting a, a leadership change within the House, um, you know, just to make I think they've done local. that. I think AOC and all of them have done that. I think they've 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 they've, they've, they've camped. Don't, some, don't tell some, me. Do they put a sometimes sometimes successfully. Anyway? You look at Cory Bush, who defeated a, like a twenty year incumbent in Missouri. Right. Um. The they tried to take out Henry Quillar. They came just short because Nancy Pelosi put. I mean, in the Democratic Party, put all of their efforts into him getting reelected. Right. But it in was the a, primary, that was a, right, yeah. in the primary. That was a close election. So you look at other races across the country. I think they. I think that they. I think AOC in particular has done a pretty good job of trying to get more progressive candidates elected up and down the ballot. Listen, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Fourteen twenty WB South Coast tonight. Marcus and Chris. Hey man. Hey. How 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 goes it? What's going on? So, um, just got a, got, got a nice text from one of the listeners of the show. They said, they're listening to us outside, having a cigar, having a beer. They could do it every night. That's very cool. Yep. I like that. I like that, too. Yeah. I wish I could have a cigar and a beer right now. 
Oh, who's stopping not, you? Not really, actually. Oh, no, no. no, not who's really. Who's stopping you? I don't actually. I like a cigar with a bourbon. Um, I <laughs> yeah, I do, I do too. I don't if think I'm, beer if, and cigars mix I, well, but, I, you know, to but each, someone will disagree with you. To each their own. I mean, I do like a good cigar. I do like a good cigar, and uh, yeah, like you said, a bourbon I think is good. Uh, I agree. I agree with you. I wish we could get a. I mean, it's it's difficult now. I, your 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 options in cigars too are limited by the fact that uh, Massachusetts has become very Puritan with their tobacco right laws. But you still good options. You know, you can go. I'm Brendan's Smoke Shop is a, is a good advertiser of ours. I always thought it was very interesting, and um, one of the reasons I think it's good that they made the Board of Health residents only. Because for a long time, you had people living outside of Dartmouth mm-hmm. who would not allow people, they would sell you cigars in New Bedford, but you couldn't smoke a cigar in the in the shop. Yeah. I mean, it was just ludicrous. Really. Yeah, it was ludicrous. You, you basically had somebody, you basically had people who didn't live in the city lording over right. people who did. And the Board we, of Health's powerful. And we, well, in Fairhaven, our Board of Health is elected, so right. there's no way that could actually happen. Right, right. So, and, and by the way, if you, if you tr- I mean, even if it, if it was an appointed board, you couldn't appoint, Fairhaven would not allow you to appoint people from New no. Bedford. It wouldn't happen. No. It would happen once. It would happen once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'd do more than dump tea in the harbor. The, um, that's good. That's good. Um, 508-996-0500. The, um, the fact of the matter is, is that um, this Biden visit is a big deal. Yeah. And, and I, again, I'm not a fan of the president. I didn't vote for him, but he is the president. I, I say respect the office, even if you can't respect the man. But I do wonder how Auchincloss, so early in his career, performed so well yeah got the juice to be able to fly in with the president because look again as it's a competitive game the legislation legislation is a competitive game I, I you know and here's the thing with him too he's not he's an appreciably progressive uh, representative he's a little bit like i've said before because I, I i had him regularly on my show he's one of my favorite guests to have on yes. frankly and i'm looking forward to having him on tomorrow and so, you know, some people that are a little more like lefty, like, oh, you have Jake Auchincloss on? I'm like, yeah, he, first of all, he's the congressman. So, yes, right. people the congressman. Try, people try to tell you who people, you should have on. Yeah, right, well, yeah, but you know, you know how it, people tell <laughs> you that too. Believe you get me, it, right? But but what, what I'm saying is is that I think he's an appreciably progressive. I mean, I've had Republicans on, right? Look, he understands he's the an business of America's but, business. Right, and he, but he appreciate, he's an appreciably, I think, progressive guy. He supports uh, green energy. He supports a lot of things. He's he's a little bit. I disagree with him on health care uh, vehemently. I mean, he's at least a public option guy, though. So so I think he's done a really good job. I think he's done a good job building a coalition too with the. Uh, by the way, Marcus, he was not getting fake arrested today, was he? He was not getting fake arrested. He was today. not out there jumping up and down in front of the Supreme Court. But I would argue he's as pro-choice as all the rest of them. He is, of course, he is right. Yeah. So, so the fact of the matter is, is that he's got the president flying in with him. It's really, it's a great look for the guy. Again, this is a Democrat here. So, he was to. Would you say he was to the right of uh, Jesse Marmel? Yeah, that's that's true. I, I think that I think really the wedge, the wedge issue. I can't believe we're using this twice in 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 two shows. Right. The wedge issue between them, I believe, was healthcare. Right. Because they were pretty. Policy-wise, pretty well aligned, but the wedge issue, I believe, was healthcare between them, was Medicare, Medicare for all. I think Auchincloss did so well in part because because it was a close election between oh, yeah, him and Mermel, right? I think he did so well in part because he paid a lot of attention to the to the towns and cities down here. It's a big reason why he won, actually, and in the South Coast. And Franklin. 
and those ballots in Franklin. Yeah, 508-996-0500. Good evening. Thanks for holding. As soon as I call, I knew you guys were going to nail me on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, guys? How's it going? Um, It's hot out. It is hot, but it beats the snow, right? Uh, Sometimes. Sometimes? Yeah, sometimes I like the cold weather, too. Um, anyway, we're going to talk a little politics here. Sure. Joe, Joe Biden is not going to win if he runs again anyway. In the Democrat primary or, or in the general? Because I, I, I think that's the real question. I don't even think he's going to. I think, honestly, the Democrat Party's turning on him and they're going to force him not to run somehow. Yeah. And well, I, they're already leaking oh. that he's not physically up for the like right. his physically declining. So it's already like a it's a, like a negotiated surrender, basically. But do you yeah, think no. he will surrender? That, that's the thing. I, I wonder if because I can't imagine no, the guy's no, 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 whole no, no, life. No, he he won't. Right, the people around him. No, won't. they will force him to. They can do that. Well, didn't they? They, they were, didn't they do that to Nixon? They forced him to resign. Or didn't oh, well, I mean, that was very, yeah, very different. I, I mean, I mean that they, they were going the legislative route yeah. to impeach him. Yeah, I don't he, think he we, could have went to jail. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, that although the caller does make an interesting point. So we're leaving out the factor that right now it looks like the Republicans are going to take over the House. So you may see a situation where Joe Biden is it would facing be, It would facing be one of the greatest political upsets of all time if the Republicans didn't take the House. Right, yeah. right. So, so the question becomes, is Joe Biden... Does he quit mid-impeachment? I, d- I doubt he would. No, because they don't have no, anything. No, because no, because it's not Nixon do. where they, they have something real. Well, what about For the Hunter Biden stuff? No one cares. <laughs> they will if they do national. They're not going to. They're not going to. Mark, what is the what is the? Do you think the Democratic? Here's the question. Do you think the Democratic Party is going? They're going to get enough votes from the Democratic Party to impeach him it on the Senate? Because the fact of the matter is, the, the can, is he is he in enough shape to put up a fight? That's the question. Or is he so physically and is mentally he, frail? He's going to survive. Withstand, uh, withstand an impeachment. He's going to survive the he impeachment. They're not going to get. They're not going to. They're not going to get what they need. What 16, 17 votes right. on the, from Democrats to get that in the Senate? They're not going to get that. So you don't think it's possible can he could? Guys, he, can you guys ahead. hear me? Yeah, go ahead. I didn't know because uh, I think Biden honestly is just losing his mind, and we're going to be stuck with four more years of Donald Trump. I'm an, I'm an independent, right. and I'm not a fan of either one of them. But right. if it came down to if I had to choose Coke, which would be Trump, or Pepsi, I'd choose Coke. It's, it's pretty sad that we only get two options to vote for for president. Well, we can wait. Maybe what about Bill Weld? Maybe he'll run again. <laughs> or the guy that called Obama a liar. What's his name? Joe Walsh. Hey, thanks for the call, caller. Nice, I appreciate you. it. Yeah, that that guy that caught, he ran to the I guess kind of left of Trump, and he was the guy when Obama had his joint session in Congress about health care, screamed at him, you lie! And then he's up there talking about how undignified President Trump is. 508-996-0500. We're going to take another break. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's the... There you go, Marcus. <laughs> Which one of us had the stroke? Oh, man. No kidding, right? <laughs> Maybe I should be on that side of the board now. It's fine. 508 That's how you can get on the program. So we're, we're, we're talking about 
really what is a historic visit tomorrow mm-hmm. of Joe Biden. It was announced, you know what's interesting, Marcus, is it was announced so last minute, right, that, that I don't think it's had a chance to percolate, really. Right. Just to realize that so this is a sitting president of the United States coming to southeastern Massachusetts. Yeah. Coming e- to Bristol County. Right, and it's the, we were talking about it. First time it's happened since 96 or 2000. Right. That the sitting president's come to the south coast. Does... The Democrat candidates running for sheriff get a chance to be on the stage with Joe Biden? Probably not. Right? Yeah. No, probably not. They're opining to get on the stage. Would it be a big deal for them if they could yeah. get Joe Biden to put their arm around him? I think so. Yeah, but none of them are. None of them have anything to do. Like none of them. Who's going to be there on stage with him? You, it's going to be Congressman Auchincloss, probably right. Pat Haddad, right? right? The rep from Somerset. I would think so. Um, Mike Rodericks. Mike Rodericks, yep. of course. Yep. Because uh, he's the senator of that district. Right. Uh, you're going to get maybe the mayor of Fall River, Mayor Coogan. You right. might get some people in Fall River, maybe Rep. Fiola, Sylvia, right. Schmid. But you're not going to get, you know, the mayor of Attleboro or 